This is a Cincy fan talking with LP. You can catch me on Twitter. That's a Cincy fan talking. You say it like it sounds, just leave off the G. If you have ideas for the show, you can reach me at Cincy underscore fan talk at yahoo.com. If you have any suggestions for the show, make sure you leave them there. Who knows? You might find yourself as part of the show. Any feedback would be definitely appreciated. And also, make sure you hit the link tree page that's on my Twitter. Make sure you click on that. You can find all the different ways to contact me there. Enjoy the show. What's up? What's up? What's going on, everybody out there in podcast view? You got a Cincy fan talking with LP, and of course, this is LP. What is up? What's happening, y'all? Um, kind of skipped the week. Had a lot of work to do, school wise and whatnot, but we back like we land on the street. So, <laughs> what it is, y'all? Hope everybody doing doing great. I'm hyped up because it's tournament time, and it's nothing like tournament time. So. We gonna get into that, and then after that, um, honestly, I I just got random thoughts. I've just been thinking random stuff, sitting in certain places. So we just gonna get into that. <laughs> but it's tournament time. That awesome time where you got four college hoop games on at the same time, and people trying to duck off and watch it at work, put up the little fake screen while they're watching it up on, on a computer. Um, me, every year I used to find ways to weave selection Sunday and the whole bracket into my lesson so I can just pop it on in class. But real talk, like <laughs> you already you already know what it was. The kids would be like, Mr. Parker, oh he he watching he watching basketball in this class. I'm like, Yeah. That's why we get all our work done. So Mr. Parker can get that quick 10, 15 minutes. And the best part about having planning last period is like basically you working all day, you teaching all day, and then you got that last hour of the day. And it falls like 1.30 to 2.30. Nothing but binge and hoop. Then you race home, watch more hoop. I mean, that's what it is. And Honestly, like I said before, this this is my favorite time of the year. I love the Super Bowl. I'm into the NBA Finals. All of that is awesome. But there's nothing like Selection Sunday for me. There's nothing like the first two weekends of March Madness. Real talk. And even the Final Four, but that's more like... That's more like the end. And I'm all about the journey. And watching 68 teams battle it out... And I'm popping on women's hoop games. I'm popping on the NIT. Like I'm, I'm dead serious about this. If it's, if it's March hoop to be had, I'm at it. <laughs> and it, it all started for me way back when I was, I was like 11 years old, 10, 11. I, I remember vividly the circumstances. Um, I had to be 11 when this happened, and it was when I. 
completely fell in love with all things March Madness. Um, it, it was really tragic how it happened for real because that was the year Hank Gathers collapsed, collapsed on the court and passed away. And I distinctly remember being at home because um, I was sick. So I was just kind of laying in a bed and I saw a flash on my television screen at home and I'm like, dang, how does that happen? It was like, you know, the next morning. And from there, I watched Loyola Marymount just kind of climb on the backs of each other and do it all for Hank Gathers. I mean, you had Bo Kimball shooting free throws with the left hand because his best friend was Hank Gathers and he shot left-handed. So he would shoot his first free throw left-handed in every tournament game. And I just got hooked on watching them play through the tournament. I mean, and they played so fast. They was winning games like 141 to 112. It was, it was wild. And I just remember watching it like, man, this is crazy. And everybody was going at absolute hardest. And I'd never seen anything like that. And that was the year Xavier made a run to that made it to the Sweet 16 for like the first time ever. And the whole city was was just going ape over this. And then a couple of years later, UC made it to the Final Four, and the whole city was absolutely bananas. And they ended up losing to Michigan with the Fab Five. They lost to them in the um in the Final Four, actually. It wasn't the championship game, but it was like the game before that. And ever since then, it was like every year I just couldn't wait. As a kid and growing up, I've never missed a selection Sunday since I was 11 years old. <laughs> I watch it on that Sunday that it pops on. Even in college, freshman, sophomore year, I'm making it a point like, look, leave me alone for this half hour to an hour. Like, I got to watch this. This is my stuff right here. I mean, it's, it's, it's real. I, I got I to check it out. And throughout the years of me watching this and absorbing myself into this so much, I learned that when I fill out the brackets, I'm not going to win. <laughs> like, I'm not. It's, it's wild that uh, I immerse myself in so much basketball. I coach. I watch. And I know I'm not winning. No matter how much research you do for a bracket pool, you got you got about a 10% chance of winning. It's because the tournament is so random. You go like, yeah, I've been watching all year. I got sleepers. I got this team who I know is going to win. No, you don't. <laughs> you really don't. Like, real talk. Um, My wife went into a, a bracket pool one year and had no clue who to pick. She's like, help me pick this game. Help me pick this game. I'm like, okay, pick this. And she's like, well, I don't know. I heard of this team before, so I'm just going to pick them. And I'm like, that's a bad move. She finished in third place. <laughs> and that was really just based on her going like, I heard of this team. I've seen them play before. I've never seen this team play before. But now, baby girl, that's a bad move because that team in lightweight trash this year. No, nah, no, nah, I got a good feeling. And she just breezed and through. I'm looking like, I think that was the year where I, I finally decided, you know what? I, I'm just going to play for sport. And me not caring about the bracket pool caused me to win last year. I literally just was like, look, okay, um, Gonzaga playing 
um, somebody. I got Gonzaga because I just think they're going to win. Um, I think Baylor going to the final two. I think they go to the championship game. I don't know, man. They ain't never did that before. But that's what I'm going with, whatever. <laughs> and I ended up winning the whole thing. Came through with about $100. I'm like, check your boy out. I'm about to make it rain up at Meyer. Like, <laughs> about, to make, about to make it rain at Kroger. Let's go. Ice cream on me. <laughs> whatever. But going through all of this, I've I've came up with three rules that I follow. Well, four rules. I got three don'ts and one do. Now, you'll notice that none of this is technical. Feel free to use all four of these tips because it's not like I'm about to tell you, well, you know, a 16 is never beaten a one except for one time. And I ain't that. No, did all that. Because honestly, and you'll hear this throughout the whole thing. We have no clue what's going to happen. And that's my first don't. Don't listen to any advice. <laughs> don't listen to the people on television that feel like they have the whole bracket buster thing. Don't listen to your your homies. Don't listen to your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. They do not know anything. They are guessing just like you. They really are. And because this used to be me. I used to be that guy like, now nah, you, you got to go for Indiana because they got a really good team. They've been hot. They, they won eight of their last 10 games. Man, I used to get ran every year, <laughs> every single year. And I'm like, I know this stuff. I don't. Dude down the street that say he know it all, he don't. Trust me on this. He does not. Don't take any advice except your own. If you go based on mascots, you have a better chance of winning than you think. If you go based on like the team that has the funniest name, you kind of sort of got a shot. I mean, we're talking about 18 to 22 year olds hooping. Anything can happen, man. Like real talk, anything can happen. So don't listen to any advice. Another don't. Don't pick the best team. <laughs> and, and when I say that, it sounds kind of kind of dumb, right? You know, you found the best team and the best team is going to win the whole thing. Think about this in realistic terms. When does the best team win at any sport that involves a playoff? Think about it. Rarely does the best team win at any sport because you got to look at it like this. The team that wins the whole March Madness thing will be the team that wins six games in a row. So you have to pick the team that wins six games in a row. That is extremely hard to do. And athletically speaking, that's very, very difficult. So picking the best team, mm, the team that ranked that's ranked number one very rarely wins this thing. So... If I were you, I wouldn't pick the best team. Now, if you decide to go like, well, no, I like the best team. Hey, do you? Because like I said, I could be wrong. I'm just telling you over the years, I learned that every single time I picked the best team to win, they lose. <laughs> every time. No, no chaser. <laughs> every time. And my last don't is if you're in a bracket pool, don't really worry about the first two rounds. I mean, they matter. 
but they really don't matter that much in your pool. Because in a normal bracket pool, every win in the first round is worth one point. Every win in the second round is worth two points. So when I won last year, I had one simple goal. I wanted to try to get all four teams in the final four. That was my only goal. And I just picked like that. So if somebody's like, man, I picked all of the first round wins. I picked all the upsets. I mean, that's cool, but that's only one point apiece, yo. I'm <laughs> just saying. You should have this goal. Find the four teams that you think are going to go to the final four. As long as you have those teams in it, you're good. Every time you lose a final four team, your chances of winning the bracket pool shrink. And every year, like, I didn't get that. I was just trying to pick all of the winners. I just wanted every single winner. Okay, I'm going to win this game. I'm going to win this game. And then last year, I was like, look, who going to the final four? Like, I actually picked my bracket backwards. I put the winner in there first. <laughs> and then I put the final four teams in second. And then I filled out the rest of the pool. Just just do it like that. For one, it was less stress because it was super easy. Like, half of it was filled out before I really started looking at it for one. And for two, you're just simply looking for the team that you feel like is going to win. Again, you probably don't want to pick the best team. You just want to pick the team that you think can win six games. Only have one do. And this is if I were you. I'm not you. I can't tell you what to do, but this is kind of what I'm thinking. Try to join at least two bracket pools, maybe more. Um, some of the homies I know they in like seven or eight. I, I got a friend, I got a friend teaching. He's in 10 bracket pools. 10. I'm like, dude, how you keep them straight? Like, you you don't really care who wins because you're gonna win at least one, right? Like he's like, Yeah, man, that's the goal. I'm like, as long as you ain't paying for them, well, I pay for the oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. 10 bracket pools and you paying for them? Nah, that's too much of an investment for your boy. Mm-mm. I'm in three bracket pools. Um, the homies over at Irrational Confidence Pod, make sure you um, check them out. They got this crazy bracket pool I'm kind of excited about, where it's based on the point spread. Um, I, I got to see what this is like. So <laughs> so I'm in theirs. Um, shout out to the folks over at Irrational, um, Irrational Confidence Pod. Uh, we'll drop their stuff in the links. You know, let them know where y'all at. But... The more bracket pools you join, the more you got a shot of winning. And for me, the more I care about the actual games. Because as much as I love March Madness, and I truly do, I'm watching Wyoming and Indiana right now, and I'm like, let me try to get to the second half. Like, I'm going to probably turn this off and then wait till it gets to the second half because it's the only game that's on. Uh, I might check out Xavier Tua in the NIT, and they should they should bust up they their opponent, uh, Cleveland State, I believe. But the more bracket pools you join, the better chance you got to win. But you don't want to join too many because one year I was on some crazy stuff, and I joined like six of them, and I'm like, yeah, I picked that game. I knew they was going to win. And I'm looking at my brackets like, yeah, I ain't picked that game. Like I was all happy for nothing. Like <laughs> I don't know what that was. But overall, like the whole overarching rule is this. Pick who you like, have fun with it, 
and do not expect to win. Like, like just don't. I was shocked when I won last year. I was, I kept looking at the bracket as the games was going, and I'm like, dude, I got a shot. Now somebody gonna lose. Dang, I got a shot. Somebody gonna lose. And then I got the email going like, hey, LP won, and I'm like, wow, y'all must be real trash if I won. I mean, thanks, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. good win. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, nah, I guess. It was some parts I was just like, mm, any, I, I did any, mini mighty mo on a couple of those. And that's that's pretty much my strategy. Like, some stuff I feel like I know. And then some stuff I'm like, hmm, never seen this team play in my natural life. So, yeah, I'm going to just pick this team and go with it. And... I posted the bracket just like I did last year. I posted it up so y'all can laugh at all of my L's and y'all can see me like pump up all my dubs and that's where we at with it. But like I said, this is the best time of the year. Um the wife is super cool about it. She'll kinda leave me alone a little bit and no, I no, I can't I can't play her like that because she 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 was into it for the last couple of years, like really 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 into it like calling out what defense they was about to run and i i still don't know it's so irrational why she does not like gonzaga i I don't know i asked her and she don't even remember like it was in college where i was like hey that's gonzaga and she's like what'd you say gangaggy i'm like no i said gonzaga oh oh gangaggy She's called them Gangaggy ever since. She does not like Gonzaga. I mean, I don't think she's ever been to Washington State. Like, I don't think so. I mean, I'll try to figure that out. But last I checked, she's never been to Washington, Washington State. She just doesn't like Gonzaga. It's the most irrational thing. It would be like if if one of your friends was, like, scared of water and you asked them why. And they keep going like, oh no, it's just something. Get that water away from me. That's her. Like you can just see this look of hatred just past her face when you say Gonzaga. Oh, Gangaggy. What they do to you? Like, who who hurt you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's super irrational, but that's like last year she was fired up when Jalen Suggs hit that three from like half court. She she was not a happy camper. And I'm like, you got money on this game? No, it's gone gaggy. Nobody like gun gaggy. It's a lot of people that like gun gaggy. Like now you got me saying it. Like it's, it's Gonzaga. Like I don't know, but overall should be should be a good time. And keep you posted on how I do, even though I don't think it's gonna be good. As I just broke down to you. <laughs> hey, you got a sense if I'm talking with LP? We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Princess and I'm Queen. This is Daddy. You have to say, and this is a Cincy fan talking with LP. And this is a Cincy fan talking with LP Daddy. Nice job. Mm-hmm. We got a sense fan talking with LP, and of course, this is LP, and we are right back at it. And 
this right here i i have no format for this i i won't even hold y'all up there's there's no real flow to this next part this is pretty much all the random stuff that i've thought about <laughs> since the last episode of the pod i'm 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 not even lying to you this is like i i lined up the random stuff that i thought about and i'm about to go ahead and share it with you like this is I don't think it's sports related. Um, as as I think about it now, I think this is just really random stuff. Um, and the first rando thought occurred during one of my many trips at McDonald's. <laughs> um, we are at McDonald's probably more than I would like to be at McDonald's, but the kids are crazy for the chicken nuggets, so we end up there. Um, more than I would like to discuss, <laughs> put it like that. So, and, and I feel like the people there know me and they still mess up my order, which is the struggle. Like I'll, if I forget to check the bag, I'm pretty sure they messed up my order. If I check the bag, the order's not messed up. It's, it's so weird. This is one of those times where I specifically asked for a certain thing. And sure, it was a big order, but I mean, you just pushing buttons and that's how it works. You push the buttons and it pops up on the screen. You get what it says on the screen. You put it in the bag. You give it to your boy and I'm out the door. I ordered a deluxe crispy chicken sandwich meal. Um, two chicken nugget meals and a happy meal. That's what I ordered. So I'm like, this is pretty simple. Whole lot of nuggets, chicken sandwich. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. This really happened. I'm not making this up. I look in the bag. There is a McDouble. <laughs> a McDouble with Big Mac sauce. It said it on the ticket. There's a Big Mac. The top of the Big Mac, the bun was so black, I thought it was one of those uh, pretty patties that was on SpongeBob. It was that black. And you could see the seeds. The seeds were white, and the bun was black. The bun and, and the Big Mac had no Big Mac sauce. They ordered it with no Big Mac sauce. Who orders a Big Mac with no Big Mac sauce? Just get a double cheeseburger. Like <laughs> I, I was like, this is... I wanted to put lotion on this sandwich. It was so dry. Like, I really wanted to go grab the jerkies and just squirt it down. Like, look, you you need aid. You need help, sir. There was no nuggets to speak of. Except in that Happy Meal. I'm like, this order is trash. So, I got to circle around the block and go back. So, I go back. And I'm like... Why is the line so long? I'm like, for so many people to say that they don't like McDonald's, it seems like everybody is at McDonald's. Everybody I talk to say, ugh, I don't eat McDonald's. McDonald's, that's gross. That's nasty. Uh-uh. Who could consume that? But every single time I go to McDonald's, the line is out of the parking lot. Who are these anonymous people going to McDonald's? And and then a, pop, a thought popped in my head. 
I was like, McDonald's is Drake. Drake is McDonald's. <laughs> because everybody I talked to said, I don't listen to Drake. No, I don't, I don't do that music. No, you do too much singing. But Drake's selling millions, millions of streams. I feel like all of the people that go to McDonald's listen to Drake. I mean, that's just how I feel. Because how can Drake get so many streams and get so many people to buy stuff, but nobody listens to Drake? How can all of these people not like McDonald's? But McDonald's is routinely the highest selling food, fast food chain. It just made no sense to me. I was thinking this as I was walking into the uh, McDonald's to, to get my stuff because there was no way I was waiting in that line. Uh-uh. No, 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 sir. Of course, they got an attitude with me for bringing my stuff back because they got it wrong. And I'm like, look, I'm not about to get upset with y'all. Most of y'all like in y'all 20s, y'all teenagers. I'm not about to cuss out somebody's child. That, that, that just seems pointless to me. Plus, y'all making my food. Uh, I don't want to have to be concerned about what y'all do to my food. So I'm like, this is what I ordered. I need that back. I'm like, y'all can have this dry sandwich back, too, if y'all want it. <laughs> but I don't know if you do. It, it it was kind of wild. It just made me think, like, what are all these people doing here? Nobody likes McDonald's, right? Uh, apparently, I'm wrong. So that was that was random thought number one. Um, random thought number two occurred while the wife and I were sitting I can't say the wife was sitting because she was pretty much dancing all night at the new edition Jodeci concert. This is where Rando thought number two occurred. And it it was fun. It was, it was a good time. I, I will I will say. Now, JoJo wasn't there for Jodeci. So I feel like their set was shorter than it should have been because, I mean, if JoJo's not there, then that means KC is pretty much lifting the load. Because, you know, those were the two singers. And then you had the other two guys, you know, vital to the group. They did production and all that. You know, they got the beats together, but not really doing the main singing. So I feel like their set was shorter than it, had, than it was supposed to be. Um, a lot of the songs where both of them sang, Casey would just sing his part. And then they go to the bridge and then that's it. So a little disappointing, but I, I won't lie, Joe, to see. Jodeci still tore it up with just those three. I mean, they they really did their thing. And then New Edition come out. Spectacular performance. Like, you can tell when somebody really loves what they do. Like, if you watch me teach, you can really tell that I love teaching. It, it would be easy to see to you because I won't say I make it look easy, but it doesn't feel like work to me. Teaching doesn't really feel like work to me. I get to socialize with the coworkers. I get to teach something I like. And I'm helping kids learn. It doesn't really seem like work to me. New edition performing, it didn't seem like it was work to them. They went out there. They were professional. They engaged the audience. They had fun with it. They, they kept everybody moving. I think the wife sat down like twice. <laughs> and and it was it, it was good. Now Bobby got a little lazy on them. Well, I won't I won't hold y'all up. But I mean Bobby is Bobby and he put effort into most of it. He walked off the stage on Count Me Out. Like he just clean walked off. And and we thought it was 
we thought it was on. You know, we all talking to each other in the road. We like, dang, Bobby said he threw with this. You know, count him out for real, right? <laughs> then he came back on stage and Ralph was like, Hey Bobby, tell them why you walked off the off the stage just now. And Bobby said, Because it's count me out and y'all counted me out. I wasn't in the video. Like <laughs> like it was a funny moment. So they they squashed the beef immediately on that. And and that was cool. Um, another part of the concert I really liked was everybody in the crowd they wasn't like trying to play it cool you know well, well we ain't really dancing we like everybody really wanted to be there um it was a vibe kind of like around our section you know we talking to each other uh, i don't know these people you know <laughs> having fun and my wife always kind of get on me because my family is super big um my mother is one of 11 so I got a lot of aunts and a lot of uncles and and they've been around Cincinnati. They everybody knows them. So when I go out, it's inevitable that I meet somebody that I know or my family knows and you know, she'll kinda of get on me for that. Like, you know everybody. They just know me. I don't know these people. <laughs> but we we talking everybody in the you know, around us and it was it was a pretty good time. There was um this this white mom who brought her um teenage son and like they was right in front of us just grooving having a good time we had a lot of single ladies sitting right next to us and they was losing their ever-loving minds uh, they would nudge me every now and again like are we bothering you i'm like this is what y'all came to do like <laughs> don't mind me like we all having fun it's all good but and, and the wife noticed this first like i can't even take credit like she noticed this before i did we we sitting there and she's like yo i feel like we the youngest people here and i'm like couldn't be not us like like we early 40s champ like can't be us but then we started looking around and we like damn like it was a lot of the fellas you know i i i kept it nice and not i kept it nice and simple with my with my dress, you know, just Jordans, whatever, jeans, nice shirt. The wife broke out her Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny shirt. She was waiting for that moment. Like She busted that out. And we looking around and we like, hey, it's a lot of linen in the crowd. Like, it's a lot of people that look like deacons and and ushers and church nurses up in this piece. Like, they, they really dress to the nines. Like, why they dress to the hill like this? And we like dang this is crazy and it's a new edition jodeci concert you know you expect to see people your age you know a little bit younger but we like dang we we kind of out of our element a little bit and to me I, I feel like we're in that weird age range now we in that we in that kind of that section where we too young, we too old to hang out with the young folks. Like you can't catch us with like 20, 25 year olds. Like, you know, that we don't really relate to them. They don't really get us. We don't get them. I mean, our 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 kids are a couple years younger than them. So we don't really relate to them. But then at the same time, we too young for the old folks. You know, the stuff they talk about, we don't really relate to that yet. We not we not there yet. Like we in that we're in that weird middle section, you know? And I talked to a few other people my age, and they feel exactly the same way. Like, 
I'm too old to hang with the young folks and I'm too young to hang with the old folks. So it's that super weird section. I was sitting there looking like, cause you could see the young folks. I mean, that they, they, they kind of stood out, you know, and they had their fun too. And we looking at them like, yeah, I don't know if they know this song. Like <laughs> their mama must've put them on to this, but most of the people we like pretty old. <laughs> and when I say pretty old, I mean, maybe like, Maybe they're about 10, 11, 12 years older, but it's just really weird seeing that you've reached that stage in your life where you know where you fit, but not too many people fit where you fit. Because the style of dress, I felt I I was dressed down a little bit when we was first pulling up in the place. We on the elevator and we like, it's it's a whole lot of gators and it's, it's mad white linen suits and leather dresses and <laughs> we looking like is is this a cabaret like were, were we not told this was the the second day of the the cincinnati music festival where you gotta wear white like <laughs> i don't know it was just it was just really interesting if if you get a chance to um to catch that concert I, I would definitely do it because real talk you don't know when you're gonna see all six of the new edition folks at the same time not for real they could fight at any moment like <laughs> they, they'll just start getting it in and then you know they all with rbrm and then it's just ralph and johnny together like seeing all six of them together doing all of their songs was a treat and like i said they they came with it wasn't no laziness nothing like that they came out and they real life performed so I got to give it to him. It was a really good show. I'm glad we went out. Um, the wife feet was hurting for the next two days. Like it was good times. Um, I got another. Yeah, I got, I got one more random thought. Um, whoever addicted me to Wordle, um, curse you. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm up like midnight fiending for the Wordle to drop so I can go ahead and see if I can solve it. I got my little strategy together. I'm 28 for 28 or something like that now. Never missed one. And I'm like, I might have to put that on my resume. Like, you know, Supreme Wordle Champion. Um, undefeated. I, I, I really think I got to put that on my resume just to let people know. Like, hey, like I might teach math, but like I got these, I got these letters down too. I I'm versatile. Like <laughs> that, that's what I'm putting on my on my resume. Um Wordle player versatile in reading and math and then just kind of like print off a copy of my wordle and then paste it on my um my resume do a little screenshot i, I feel like I, all right i might really have to do that I, I i think that might be the move let me see if i can pull this off i don't know i gotta find me a like-minded employer of course in order to pull that off but We'll see how it go. But the person who addicted me to Wordle, why did you do this to me? Why would this happen? Now, now, now it's yet another game that I'm stuck on. Now, along with all of the other games that I got to play on my phone, Wordle got to hit the list. I even got like a little Wordle game that I played while I'm waiting for the Wordle game to drop. <laughs> That's where we are right now. So I can just get my practice on on the app until the one for the New York Times drops. That's where we are right now. And 
I don't know if that's sad or not. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> hey yo, we're gonna go ahead and roll out. I think I got all of my all of my random thoughts out. But if I can think of one more that occurred between the times where um I posted my um my episodes, you know, between two weeks ago and now, um, I'll just drop a bonus or something like that. But if not. You know where to catch it. You know the days if you don't listen to what comes after here next. And as always, life is good, y'all. Peace out. If you're not ready for the conversation to end, I'm not either. Make sure to catch me on Twitter. That's the Sensi Fan Talking. Leave off the G at the end of it, and we can keep the conversation going. Also, don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button so you can catch the next episodes. The episodes will drop every Tuesday. If there's a change in that, I'll make sure to let you know. Appreciate the support. As always, life is good. Music.